Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... What we do, it's all about innovation, right? And now that word is kind of used broadly, and it's good because it means like a lot of people is trying to do mm. new things and trying to push boundaries, 100% innovation, and also thinking out of the box. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 354 of Impact Boom. My name is Indio Miles and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today, we're speaking with Sebastian Saju. Sebastian Saju is an Argentinian entrepreneur dedicated to promoting environmental sustainability and rational use of resources between governments, businesses, and individuals. Through his extensive experience dealing with consumer brands marketing and corporate sustainable responsibility, he became immersed in the development of innovative solutions to help them become greener. Sebastian currently leads the Arclight team on the commercialization of the first 100% sustainable commodity an artificial gravel for the construction industry, which is three times lighter, 10 times better insulator, cost-effective, and made 100% from non-recyclable plastic waste. Designed as a scalable solution from the cradle, it is capable of processing mix and other hard-to-recycle plastics at a cost-competitive rate, even to landfill tipping fees. On today's podcast, we will discuss how designing sustainable building materials can lead to broader environmental impacts and why social businesses must embrace innovation as a core practice to succeed. Sebastian, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to have you on the podcast. Hi, India. Thanks for having me and thanks for that awesome presentation. Really good. Thanks. Awesome. So to start off, could you please share a bit about your background and what led to your work in branding, social enterprise and sustainable building? My background, I have a combination of marketing and environmental consultancy. So I've studied both things and I started by offering big consumer brands, a nice blend that could be not only sustainability, but also sustainability that could be applied to these big corporations that sometimes see rules and they're hard to transform and to reshape. Mm. Coming from knowing a little bit of that area, is that I was able to get my first customer, which was Coca-Cola. So that was a great experience. I was back in like in 2012. And, and since then, I went through other partnerships with other big brands and so Arclight came up as a spin-off of that service that we were providing back in the time. Wow, that's really interesting background there. And as you touched on at the end, you're now the CEO of Arclight. So can you tell us a bit about this social enterprise and how it is creating positive environmental change? 
What we do is very simple. Our mission is to tackle plastic pollution. We work here every day to develop new technologies and enhance the technologies that we already have in place to be able to pick up more plastics, get into more complex processing and scale that impact by partnering with other third parties, licensees and partners that want to scale that technology up. Our goal here or our main KPI is tons of plastics that we remove from the environment. One ton of plastic that we mine from a landfill. And this is because we only do unrecyclable plastics. So we only take plastics that are currently heating the environment. One ton of those plastics get transformed into one ton of our product. And that's what we do every day, trying to multiply that KPI to multiply the positive impact. It's a really fascinating social enterprise and Arclight's doing a lot of amazing work and is quite innovative. It has a lot of, I'm assuming, positive claims about all of its environmental impact and the way that gravel is creating that change in that industry. So if you're talking about when you were building Arclight from that ground up and looking at how to brand it and how to market it and all of that, what role does innovation and technology play within that? And how does it also help enterprises create products and services that balance that creation of value as a product, but also balance it with the negative impacts that product may cause? What we do is all about innovation, right? And now that word is used broadly and it's good because it means that a lot of people is trying to do Mm. new things and trying to push boundaries. 100% innovation and also thinking out of the box. My background is on, as I was saying, like more communications, marketing, and sustainability. But we ended up building a facility that has a lot of hardware. We got involved with the built environment. So now we know about concrete. Then we got partnerships with the hydroponics market. So we started to learn more and more about what our product could do for people and for other companies. And it's all about learning and innovating and trying to see if I'm not a plastic recycler, how would I solve this from where I'm sitting? So I think that's how we got where we got thinking very differently to other standard plastic companies or recycling companies in the industry. And the good thing about innovation now is that most commonly it's already partnering with sustainability. Most of the new ideas coming to the market or coming as new products or as new services already have a sustainability side or positive impact. I don't see any new business growing or being born without that sustainability side or or leg. Thank you so much for sharing that information there with our audience, Sebastian. It's very clear that innovation plays a huge role within the activities of Arclight there and helping them create that environmental change. And if you were going to make a comment maybe a bit broadly on that business and social enterprise sector as a whole, why do you think it's important for businesses to engage in creating social or environmental change alongside making a profit? I would say it's necessary because there's no other way that we could survive in the long term without going that way. First of all, it's a real need. But I would say that companies and the markets, they don't move by future needs, right? They move by immediate needs, usually money, immediate results. So I see that what's pushing them or us to go that way is the consumer, 
Yeah. Normal people with their daily actions is the one that can build the change and push the companies to make a change and grow that impact. Because sometimes us as consumers or as regular people at home, we don't know what to do to help. How can we collaborate rather than separating the trash or doing minor things? But if we push the companies we buy from to align to these more sustainable practices, then that's where the impact or the scale starts to happen. Absolutely fascinating, Sebastian. Thank you so much once again for sharing that with our audience. And if we were now talking a bit more about your entrepreneurial journey as well, and maybe even entrepreneurs that you've worked with in the past, perhaps, who are also trying to address environmental problems in the world around them, what do you believe is holding entrepreneurs back from prioritizing sustainability when designing a product or implementing a business model? To be honest, I don't. I see that most of the entrepreneurs have sustainability as a priority. But if I would have to say why they're not making it a, one of the main subjects is because the markets are still not ready. Awareness is becoming more common and it's spreading, but we're still far from the ideal. That impacts the investment world. So if you're an entrepreneur investors, even the impact investors are going to be looking for return and sometimes return and positive impact on align 100%. So I think the fundraising side of the business, when you don't have to go to investors, they want to be saying, I like, like this is green, but how are we going to make money? That would be one limitation. But besides that, I see that most of the entrepreneurs I know every day, they are very aligned with the sustainability SDGs and uh, this new type of doing uh, business. That's really comforting to know as well and a powerful insight. Thank you so much for sharing that with our audience, Sebastian. And it looks like now we're nearing the end of our interview and I've just got two more questions here to ask. And we asked them at the end of each podcast and I'd love to hear some answers from you on. So firstly, what inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across that are creating a positive social change? I've seen a lot of innovation in the plastic world, trying mm. to tackle the same issues we're tackling, like plastic reaching the environment. And most of these initiatives have a lot of potential. They are still green. They still need a lot of investment, time, R&D, but it's definitely, this is heading the right way. But besides all these different projects or companies, what I've seen that is really interesting are the organizations that are starting to come up with providing resources for these startups, generating networking, providing pro bono help, providing legal advice, connecting to big corporations. There are several, and we are engaged with a few of them that help compensate the lack of resources that every startup has. So being able to connect to other people and with these networks, I think there's a lot of potential and it's a lot of help for new startups coming up. Thank you for sharing all of those amazing different enterprises, initiatives, ownership, and movements that are going on in the world. There's so much fascinating stuff happening out there. And all of it you've mentioned throughout this interview will be linked in, in the, at the end of the article. So once people have either listened to our conversation or they've even went through and read the transcript, they'll be able to go and click on through and check those all out and find out more. So thank you so much there, Sebastian. And that unfortunately actually brings us to the end of our interview today. And I just want to say on behalf of Impact Boom, 
thank you so much for making the time to share these insights with us and being so generous about it. We really appreciate it. And on my dive into Arclight, I think the work you guys are doing is absolutely fascinating. And I just can't wait to see more of it in the future. And I wish you all the best. Well, thank you very much. It was a real pleasure. We're over here. Any other type of jumping into, into another conversation, happy to do it. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people, and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below. And remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page, and Twitter.